welcome to Wine Road, the wine, when, and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host, Marcy Gordon, with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome to episode 127. We're back from hiatus and here to tell you all that's happening on the Wine Road. I'm so excited to hear you say that. <laughs> I like taking a break just because I like the word hiatus. Hiatus. It sounds like we're what'd famous. You, what'd you do on your hiatus? <laughs> well, I, I did a little wine tasting, but before we get into the thick of it yeah. and all the details, uh, we do need to thank the Sonoma County Board of Supervisors, specifically Linda Hopkins from District 5, for their financial support, because that is what brought us back from our hiatus. That is, yeah, I know. Linda's the best. Thank yeah. you very much, supervisors, Sonoma yeah. County supervisors. It's They understand the value. Yeah, I think that they do. Um, so I thought we'd start our morning uh, with two things. I have uh, my wine item <laughs> and the wine of the day. So here, let me get you a little. I love these combos you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like to, everything in life I try to... Two for one. So this is my Williamson Wines. It's called Tickled Pink, and it's their Rosé, the 2019. Tickled Pink. So I'll pour some for you. Have you ever been to the Tickled Pink? Oh, no. What is that? Is it, that a bar? It's, it's a hotel. Oh. It's in, oh, a, in like, um, like below, San Luis Obispo or something. Well, it's kind of below Carmel. It's kind of Big Sur. Uh -huh. Yeah. I've heard of it. Okay, so I'm going to pour some for you, and I'm going to pour some for me in my wine item. Let's see. I think you will appreciate seeing, oh my, God. seeing my wine item. <laughs> it's the massive breakfast wine mug. I'm like, that is so you, Beth. I don't know if that's really a wine item, but that's what I'm that's what I'm going with for it today. It is a wine item. Let's try a little wine here. Mm. Oh. Mm, that is tasty. I have to admit, I bought this yesterday because I was there. So what is the grape of this? I'll let you check it out. Mm. I was uh, at Williamson yesterday. I went with my friend Marta Hayden. And so part of our hiatus, uh, now that things are opening up a little bit more and a little bit more, I've actually have been able to go out and do a little wine tasting. So we went to Williamson. They have uh, two different tasting spots, actually, right in downtown Healdsburg. And we did just their regular tasting. It It is still, you have to have a reservation. It's $20, and that's refundable if you buy some wine. So... We're drinking our wine this morning. <laughs> it's called Tickled Pink. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you said Tickled Pink. Tickled uh, Pink. Tickled and it's, pink. it must be a blend because there's no designated uh, variety, but it's delicious. It's very spicy. I want to say there's probably a little uh, Sangiovese or Grenache in this. I'm pretty sure there was Sangiovese. I mean, I did have notes yesterday, but then, you know, didn't think about bringing those this morning. So anyway, they're tasting. Um, yeah, it's $20 and it's a great tasting because... They do just a little cheese with each wine that they pour. So it's not some extravagant, you know, food and wine pairing. But it really is an opportunity to see how, um, you know, a little cheese, usually with drizzled with a little bit of jelly, uh, really, you know, just a, pairs perfectly with the wine. They always do a really nice presentation there. Yeah. But it's always something to pair. Yeah, it's always, it's always pairing. And I always walk out with wine and with a couple jars of jelly. The one I got yesterday was... Um, Roasted red pepper and bacon. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. It was delicious. Wow. It was very, very smoky jelly. I mean, it tasted very smoky, but um, it was delicious. And they put that on cheese? Uh, they put that on cheese, yeah. I can't remember what the cheese was it was on. But it was delicious. So, anyway. This is a very nice rosé. Williamson wine. And then... It's got uh, lift. Yeah. Well, I need that for the morning. <laughs> 
for my <laughs> breakfast wine. <laughs> no, it's a perfect breakfast wine. I was with my sister last weekend doing some running around errands, and uh, I saw that cup. She's like, oh, really? Like, you need that? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I can hear her voice when you said that. <laughs> I know. She's always amazed at the things I can't live without. Um, and then the week before, I managed to go to um, Baldessari, which, mm. oh, my gosh, they're becoming just one of my favorite little spots. They have a tasting room uh, right in Windsor, sort of off the town green. It's cute little corner location, so it's windows on two sides. They have indoor seating and outdoor seating. And um, I just really enjoy their wines. It's a father-son combo, Dom and Matt. Matt's the winemaker, and Dom runs the show there at the tasting room. So um, they have a Chardonnay I just love, and I'm never, I'm not the person that usually goes to Chardonnay. I usually have another white that I'd rather choose, and yet I always go back to that Chardonnay. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. They had a Pinot that I absolutely loved and a Malbec, which is hard to come by around here. So I would recommend Baldessari in that Windsor. That sounds great. Yeah. There's so many expressions of Chardonnay, so it's, it's That's hard the thing. to say. I, I know, and I get that way, and I'm like, ah, you know, I don't have Chardonnay. And then I have one, I think, oh, ow, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but other than this, I don't have Chardonnay. <laughs> Until the next time I go somewhere that has Chardonnay. <laughs> Well, it's, it's good to have your, you know, your objective. I start with the plan. <laughs> yeah, and then let it go. And then it deteriorates, yes. And then um, I went, I go to Journeyman Meats. Oh, lot, gosh. Yeah. Which I just love. And every time I've gone there, they've been open for a few years now. They're right in Healdsburg. Um, it's Pete and Kathy Segacio and The cutest little shop. It's, you know, I always just go and have like a glass of wine and their little charcuterie board. And that's it. And so a couple of weeks ago, I went with some friends and we actually had their hamburgers sat outside and we all agreed, okay, I've never had a better hamburger in my life. <laughs> I didn't know they did hamburgers. Oh, I, I thought they God. did little pizzas. And... They do. That's the thing. And I think they have a sandwich of the day. Oh, so like every okay, day of the week. Okay, now I'm hungry. I'm going. Thing. Oh my God, that burger was just unbelievable. I think there's bacon in the burger. Oh, I don't my. know, but it was the magic touch. And then prior to that, I talked about it on the show before the, um, what's it called? Corner Project Ales. Oh right, in, up, up in uh, Geyserville. Geyserville. Yes, I saw. I've been following your Instagram. Oh, You've my been gosh. busy. That they had a pulled pork sandwich. I, I mean, I know we're supposed to be talking about wine. <laughs> hey, it's Sonoma County <laughs> wine and pulled food. pork sandwich was like, oh man, oh man, definitely worth writing home about. So I keep thinking, well, who can I get to go with me to Geyserville? <laughs> I really need another one of those sandwiches. So anyway, I've been trying to keep busy with that on our hiatus. I've been doing research. Good for you. And how have you been, Miss Marcy? Have you been to some fun places? It's, I, you know, more just stay. I've been staying kind of close to home, staying in Sebastopol and, um, you know, working from home. So not too much, although there is uh, several kind of new wine things coming around in Sebastopol. You know, we have a place called uh, Regions. Oh, where yeah. it's the self-pour and they have all, and it changes in all the different local uh, regional wineries that can, you can go up and just get, you buy like a little card and then you, it's a machine. And you mm -hmm. can, it's kind of like a soft drink machine, but it's with wine. <laughs> and it's in the Barlow, is that yeah, right? It's in, in the Barlow. Sebastopol. Mm -hmm. And it's called? Regions. Regions. Okay. So I've read about that, but I have not yet been there. Yeah, it's very cool. Okay, so let's see. Um, one thing that I want to uh, mention, I've had so many people 
Uh, surprisingly, everyone is very anxious to get back to events and doing big fun things. So a lot of inquiries about our event, which is in November, the Wine and Food Affair. And last year we hosted something super small. It was virtual. We did a little bit of shipping of wine only in California. And it was really an agonizing week. (laughs) 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 So um, I'm really looking forward to this year. Um, In the meantime, we have done some small events. We did Wine Love Weekend and we did uh, the libraries are open. We just wrapped up eight days in May. But uh, the Wine and Food Affair is on deck for November 5th, 6th and 7th. I would honestly say you could carve that in stone at this point, you know, unless, you know, we have locusts or something else comes up <laughs> that I'm not thinking about. We should get something out I of the I shouldn't mention it. I yeah, mention don't it. say it. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm super looking forward to Wine and Food Affair. And what we're hoping to do this year, it's definitely going to be live. And we're hoping to do some winemaker dinners on Friday night, maybe one or two of them. We're going to offer again our breakfast with the winemaker on that Saturday morning. And then we're going to try to put together maybe one or two um, seminars, whether it be you know, Friday or Saturday morning, we're not sure. And then the weekend would, you know, consist of, you know, what we've done in the past where wineries uh, put up a a recipe on our website, and then they do a little wine and food pairing throughout the day. I will say it will most likely be reservations only. Is there a limit on tickets? Um, I don't think there will be a limit. You know, there's, those are the details that, you know, the next couple of months are going to help us determine. Right, as you've, you know, yeah, things open up. Refine it. And what are the exact dates again? I'm sorry. November 5th, 6th, and 7th. So that's Friday, Five, six, Saturday, seven. and Sunday. And Friday would only be dinners. It wouldn't be wine tasting or wine pairings on Friday. But um, yeah, we're really excited about it. I've actually have people who've already booked their flights because they really want to come and they want to make sure it's happening. People are already booking hotels. So that's like really the premier event. And, People just, they really, they plan their year around it. So it'll be fun. Um, And then I would also suggest in the meantime, because November's a long ways from now, that you really keep an eye on uh, the Wine Road uh, website. We have an event calendar, and wineries post their own events. And, you know, as things are opening up again and they're getting a little more comfortable hosting, you know, 20 people or 50 people, wineries are starting to put some events on the calendar. So there's maybe not a lot in June, maybe some few Father's Day things, but by July and August and September, wineries will definitely be filling up that calendar. And, you know, lots of, um, you know, just different things, food pairing ideas and, or food uh, food pairing events and, and vineyard tours and those kinds of things. So check it out. Okay, so uh, the next thing that I need to mention, because we're right here on the, uh, just about to step off the ledge of uh, June 15th in a couple of weeks, and according to the governor of California, everything's just going to open magically at full capacity, you know, no restrictions on on June 15th. So um, I have sent out a little survey to our wineries to try to get some feedback from them so I know what to be telling customers and what to expect. Because I just don't see it really being able to all open magically one day. So at this point, I'd say wineries really are meeting with their uh, staff and trying to come up with a plan that makes everybody feel comfortable. You know, I'm asking them, are you going to have customers wear face masks or not? Will your staff be doing that? You know, can people just walk in and do tasting? And uh, honestly, it's really all over the board, depending upon the size of the winery. And excuse me, and how much, you know, their staff has been vaccinated, how their staff feels. They they need to keep their employees safe. So um, I would say at this point, 
every winery that has gotten back to me has said they're going to continue reservations only. And they all say also that they're happy to have people call that day. And if there is room, they're happy to take them. But they're not really staffing up to the point where they could just have walk-ins, mm-hmm. unexpected. Um, no matter where you're listening from, I think you know businesses that are on the same boat that they just are short of employees. Right. And the wineries are in that same situation. So the reservation, they need to plan for capacity yeah. and get, have you have a better experience. Right. They just, you know, if 10 people just show up and they only have two people working with the reservation. It's not going to be good for anyone. Nobody's going to enjoy that experience at the bar yeah. and the reservation people are not going to be happy because, you know, suddenly they're abandoned at the table. So, you know, it's, um, I yeah, hope everybody's patient. Yeah. You know, June 15th, it doesn't just change. June 15th, it's going to lighten up and they're going to start bringing in more people they're all hiring, but they have to get those people trained. So I would think that by July, things will be opening up more. By the middle of July, a little bit more. You know, and by yeah. you and, know, August, we'll be looking good. And hiring is a slow go right now, so it's, it's hard. It, it's a slow go, and really, you don't want to be at a winery with somebody who was hired yesterday and doesn't know anything about the wine. So, <laughs> you know, they do need to bring them in and get them trained. Yes. And they need to understand all the protocols and how to do things and, uh, you know, just answer basic questions about the winery. So... Um, we're looking forward to June 15th. We're looking forward to being able to have people inside the tasting rooms for the wineries that want to do that. Uh, it is summer, so this is a great time. Most of the wineries said they are, they plan to continue only doing outdoor service at this point. But knowing that if we had happened to have a rainy day, which, you know, the drought that we're having, it's probably not likely. But if they did, they could go indoors, you know, which they couldn't um, until then. So keep an eye on the Wine Road website, once again, wineroad.com, and we will post all of those um, details on our website. I actually have a giant link on the homepage that says we're open, and if you click on it, we're putting all the information there for each of the wineries as far as the days of the week that they're open, because they may have, you know, pre-COVID were open seven days a week, but mm-hmm. now they're only open Friday through Monday. Or Right. That seems to be uh, when I've traveled... My biggest hurdle is businesses are just not open the hours that they used to be. And that's an important resource more than ever. If you go to the Wine Road site, it's your one look, snapshot, everything there. You're not going to each and every website. Right. You know, and you will want to click through to make a reservation. But there you can peruse all the wineries, all the availability. It's such a great first stop for planning your trip. Yeah. And it's... Uh, the wineries aren't necessarily great about keeping their website updated about the days that they're open or this or that. So I'm trying to really hound them and make sure that our information is correct for what is happening today. And so, yeah, it's every day is an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> the hiatus helped me. <laughs> the hiatus. I love that word. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I took five days and just left town and just told all of my winery members I... I need five days to not answer anyone's email for any reason. and uh, That's important. It's crazy. We we have normally been a four-person office, and it's been it's just been me making it happen. You're four people and now. I've been four people. So, yeah, every day is a new adventure. So you have to drink for four. I, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a problem. <laughs> Maybe I should reevaluate my plan. <laughs> uh, oh, well. So, um, do we have a book or anything today, Mars? Yeah, we do have a book. Hold on. Okay. So, you know, lately, wine books are getting very out of the box. It's about <laughs> the only way I can describe it. You know, we had that Big Mac and Pinot Noir book. They're very illustrative. They're very 
kind of um, edgy but fun. It's not your typical scholarly book about wine. But don't you think that's just, generally speaking, attention spans of people these days? I mean, everybody's used to getting all their information on a social media post. I mean, to read, unless you're studying for your wine exam, I think you want to feel like you know about wine and you've learned a lot, but you did it right through pictures and yes and so but i'm thinking things are getting much more illustrative yeah and also much more creative and so that brings us to our book today wine from another galaxy <laughs> and this oh, is from no, no, no. um noble rot it's a restaurant it's in england and it's just it's a trip this book it it covers all the basic stuff but it's super narrative uh-huh. i think that's what books are getting more narrative it's more story not just the facts right and um Still all the basics, but in punchy kind of copy, fun kind of copy. That's what I want. I mean, that's why I'm such a fan of wine folly. <laughs> I just yeah. like pictures and graphs. So it's just more, I think books are coming more with an attitude. And so this book is really from the point of view that, you know, Noble Rot's a restaurant and and how hospitality comes into wine and how mm-hmm. sharing and the stories of it. And so that's what, and it's it's fun. You know, it's got humorous. It brings you know, levity to the seriousness of wine. Mm-hmm. And we can all use that. So Dan Keeling and Mark Andrew, wine from another galaxy. Nice. Yeah. So when you're out of your mind on wine, you pick this up and <laughs> go to another galaxy. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need. Another galaxy. I hadn't thought that far. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think, uh, you know, this is a short little show. I just want to make sure people understand um, about the Wine and Food Affair is for sure happening because I'm getting so many inquiries, November 5th, 6th, and 7th. And on June 15th, uh, there is not going to be a a switch that is flipped and everything's going to be open um, along the wine road. It's still going to be reservations only. Uh, Most wineries, again, give them a call if if it is last minute, if they have space you know, that's great. Most wineries are booked on the weekends. So if you are in the Bay Area and it's close and you think I'm just going to drive up on Saturday, it's there's a chance you just won't get into any winery, you know, because they're doing the seated tasting still. So um, yeah, things have changed. And I think I actually think it's a good thing to have reservations because it's helps you kind of codify where I'm going to go and what I want to do. I mean, I love spontaneity. But at the same time, if you get organized, you're going to have such a better experience. I think so, too. And I think wineries will, um, if they're going to really adapt that going forward, I think that they will modify it to some degree. I think that out of the gate, it was an hour. It's every hour on the hour. And sometimes an hour is just too much. I mean, I personally have gone wine tasting where all I'm going to do today, I just want to try Pinots at different places. So, you know, I don't want to sit there for an hour. I'm sorry. Right, go through everything. I don't want to do taste everything. And so I think that somewhere along the line, they're going to have to... Um, Refine it a bit. Kind of refine that a bit and give people different options. Maybe they'll have walk in day. Yeah. Or just a day where Or you just say, I only want half an hour, you know? Yeah. So you have reservations that are an hour for people who want to, you know, leisurely enjoy nice tasting. And if you're visiting, like when I was at Williamson yesterday, we were there for two hours Mm. because we were talking. And, you know, we only tasted, I think, three wines and we bought a glass, but it was two hours and it was great. There are other times when I want to get to four or five places and I want 30 minutes to try one wine. And, you know, so. Yeah, I think that'll, it, but it's going to take some time for that to get refined. But the, you know, the overall message is you're open, you're back. Oh my gosh. And so that's the, that's the main point. Yeah, that is definitely the main point. Um, and then just on a personal note, 
I just want to mention how much I personally appreciate uh, all of the listeners that do reach out to me at bethatwineroad.com, send me emails, and I always share all of them with Marcy. <laughs> First, I enjoy I them on my own, They're... and then I share them with Marcy. But um, it, it is cool. Uh, when I was talking uh, yesterday with Marta, she also came from the tourism uh, sector, working for Sonoma County Tourism and then other um, tourisms in Monterey and Palm Springs and all over the place. And how many friends she's made over the year that are lifelong friends that she met begin with as customers or clients. Yeah. You have a lot of friends you've met that way. Yeah. So last week, uh, it was fun. I met with um, Steve and Joanne, who came from Florida. They come once a year. And I met Steve to begin with. He won our first Wine Road uh, Facebook photo contest probably 10 years ago. Oh, wow. And uh, it was just so cool that we connected after he won the contest. And then we kind of started following each other on Facebook and and then, he, you know, he'd let me know when they were coming to town. So now every year when they come, my husband and I, we meet him. We can't wait until they come. That's wonderful. And we go to dinner and, you know, it's it's like meeting one of my high school friends or something. <laughs> and I met him through this. And then, of course, Kevin and Ivy. Kevin, yeah. From, uh, Kevin and Ivy Robinson from Southern California. They come up with um, her sister and brother-in-law, Mark and Misty. And they usually come up on barrel tasting every year. And I met Kevin uh, during barrel tasting probably... I mean, that's probably been 10 years ago also. The Press Democrat, the local newspaper, actually called me on barrel tasting weekend and wanted to know how barrel tasting was going. And I'm like, well, you know, I organized it. I think it's going amazing. <laughs> uh, you want a quote? It's stellar. But I said, maybe you should ask a customer, you know, who's here. So at the time, the wine road shared a parking lot in, uh, next to Optima Winery. So there were tons of people lingering outside of Optima. So I honestly just opened my door and the guy that was closest to the door, you know, happened to be Kevin. And I asked if he'd mind talking oh, to a reporter great. about this event. So I said, you know, you sit at my desk, I'll go outside, you know, say whatever you want to say, you know. So, um, I mean, I couldn't ultimately couldn't have found a better person. He'd been coming to barrel tasting for 10 years. He had family that came out from Tennessee every year. I mean, he was a huge great supporter. Great spokesperson. And like the odds of that out of all the thousands of people that were there that weekend. And so I sent him the article when it came out in the Press Democrat, and we've just stayed in touch ever since. So, you know, they come by the office every year. And again, I look forward to seeing them like it's, yeah. you know, my lifelong friends. So He was um, so kind to be a guest on our podcast oh in, in Los Angeles. And, and that was great. He, again, yeah, we, when he was on the podcast, yes. I, I've been talking to him for years, but he was so good. And oh, after the, the fact, we found out, oh, well, he does commentating for you know high school football games. And I know. It's like, oh, my God, he's a professional. <laughs> he was. <laughs> so, um, and then I just heard from Leo in uh, Walnut Creek a couple weeks ago was coming over and needed some suggestions. And Jonathan was up from Temecula a few weeks ago, and we met at the vineyard. So, Well, that's yeah. what it's really about, all the connections. But for you personally to have, like, these lifelong friends. I know. It's, that's what a bonus. That's the highlight of the job. It's like, oh, my gosh, I have friends coming from across the country that I just know from here. So so don't hesitate to reach out if you need some advice about itineraries or what's new or what's happening. Or, And it's also nice just to get uh, the email that says, listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, why we're here. Yeah, so it's beth at wineroad.com if you want to email. So I think that's kind of 
All right. Kind of well, we'll put this on the show notes. We'll put our tickled pink wine from Williamson Wines in there. We'll put your, I don't know, where are we going to put your breakfast wine mug? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I don't think we should share that. <laughs> and we'll put, of course, a link to the Wine Road where you can find out about all the events coming up and learn a little bit more about Wine and Food Affair coming up in November. And be sure to use it as a resource because wineries right now are still taking reservations. So you want to have your one-stop shop. You can look through this list and see what the hours are, what the situation is, because things are, as usual, in flux as we go towards a massive opening on the 15th. That's it. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on the wine road. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.